0: we're back yo welcome 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 to all our peeps around the world yes it's the real okay two podcast and you know what we missed y'all we've been off for a couple weeks but you know what you knew we was coming back but don't call it a comeback we've been here for years and you know what it's the dope trio but today we got a special guest because you know what we got three plus one so we're going to have a lot of fun today You know what? We're gonna give it to you real, raw, and you know what, unscripted. You know how we do, because that's what the OK2 Podcast brings. So you know what? Just sit back, relax, grab your favorite drink. You know what? Today even get a snack because it's hot, hot, Mm. hot, hot outside. (laughs) And today's topic is gonna be even hotter because our guest is gonna bring it. So here, hey boog. And you know what? Mr. Toya Simone, are y'all ready to get it? Yes, let's go. Sure. All right, let's bring it, bring it, bring it. Right. Hey bud, you know what to do, bro. Yes, indeed. With with
1: with our greatest pleasure, we thank our sponsor what's popping usa what's popping events ybtv with our sister helena hey what's good elena yo we thank her for just supporting us supporting our show supporting our just our our you know vision and what we got man so yo of course the what's popping events what's popping usa you could check her out on ig on facebook definitely check her out and that's with the apostrophe at the end and check my sister out yo she is a champion of small businesses ybtv is a tv station that highlights small businesses and of course other programs yo it's got yo 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 mtv raps is on it. come on man who remembers that but Hey, man. So, yo, check out our sister Helena. Rock with her, man. Yo, She is an awesome, awesome sister, awesome person. We love you. God bless you. And, of course, got to thank our fans. And the reason why you see we got the world, that's right. We thank our fans around the world. That's right. They're being, this show is being listened into diff, many different languages. So we appreciate you for you taking the time out of your day to listen to us, to watch us and to rock with us. So we appreciate you. We say, God bless you. We say, love you. We are here and we thank you for rocking with us all the time. All of our fans, we appreciate you. All right. Go ahead, Kia. Hey.
2: <laughs> well, today, um, we have the pleasure and the honor of having my good friend, Latoya Simone. Um, I thought it was a great idea for her to be my first guest because we kind of share some of the same things when it comes to this whole journey of life, when it comes to relationships and all of that. So we kind of share similar um, things. And then I noticed, you know, she started doing a YouTube stuff and I was like, you know what? Let me have my girl come on here. (laughs) And she's going to be my first guest. Let me have my girl come on here. So I'm going to introduce her. Her name is Latoya Simone. She was born and raised in Michigan and lived majority of her life in pretty much up north. Um, She recently moved to the south. She's now a resident of of Atlanta, Georgia. So she's the new Georgia peach. Um, She's a graduate of Ohio Christian University, where she's obtained an associate's degree in Christian education, as well as education and ministry and leadership. Um, She's been on a journey of choosing herself and she strives to help those who are in abusive and toxic relationships. So and she also to choose. She also wants them to make sure they choose themselves by starting their own personal journey of healing and believing in themselves. Her decision was derived from the relationship that she's encountered over the years. Um, Her first one was was toxic, resulting in a marriage and ending in a divorce. And the second one was not only emotional abuse, but toxic as well. This process lasted about 21 years before she decided to break the cycle and choose herself. Since that decision was made, she has been on the journey of helping others. So welcome, Latoya Simone. Hey, thank you
0: guys for having me. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> not yes, a problem, thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, all right, all right, all right so All
1: tell right, us about your- yes. oh i'm sorry <laughs> go, go ahead. go go go
2: uh, i was just, you. I wanted to jump right in there i was going to say so go ahead and start telling us about your journey to the healthy healing like your path and what i know i kind of in your introduction it kind of just indicated how you started and why you started but kind of give us a little bit more
3: details okay so after 21 years of toxic relationships and um, putting other people before myself, uh, I realized that I had a greater purpose. I've always realized that I had a greater purpose, but this last relationship actually kind of like did me in a little bit because I've never dealt with anything, um, on an emotional level to where it tried to destroy me. And literally it's, it felt as if I was, um, in a relationship with the devil. Because the way that the words that were spoken to me, to my face, made me feel like I wasn't uh, I wasn't a good person. I, I I didn't um I didn't have what it takes, I hadn't accomplished a lot. And so, you know, being around it for so long, it starts to take a toll on your self-esteem, you know. Mm-hmm. And so actually the change for me happened when I started getting a dream and people started like coming up in my newsfeed talking about uh, toxicity and about narcissism and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, well, let me start doing more investigating to see what the symptoms are and to see like how it affected me. And once I saw how it affected affected the person um, that was being mistreated and mishandled in a relationship, it felt like, I was reading my whole story and so once I once I woke up took a look in the mirror and said that you know you have something to offer you didn't go through all these years of toxic relationships for no reason God has you on a journey and now it's time for you to share so at the end of that relationship when I knew that I was starting to come out of it um, I remember praying and God told me to start documenting my healing journey so that's what I began to do. I started doing like personal videos of on my, on my phone and just recording my day to day and how I felt, my emotions, what I dealt with that day, what that person told me that day. And little by little, I started like seeing that there's more and it was helping me to realize what I was dealing with so that I could come out of it. And once I did come out of it, you know, And it got into this place I call my home, which is a place of peace. I was able to now, you know, get the distractions out of my ear and focus on my journey and what God was calling me to do. And that's how this whole thing was birthed as far as like, you know, wanting to help others to choose themselves and get out of the toxicity of relationships and, you know, let them know that they're worth more. And it's crazy.
2: I know this is y'all first time meeting toy, but I've been knowing her for over 20 plus years. We yes. go way back and it's crazy for her to say this because the way she is now with the smile and all, she's like that all the time. So this is not a front, like she's like that all the time. So to hear her say this stuff and it it's like, she really, you know how you hear people say the ones that's always smiling be the ones that's probably really going through stuff this is what, I, this is what it seems like. Like she's like that example because to know her, you wouldn't know because she's always in a good mood. She's always positive. She's always, she's been like that forever. So to hear that, it's like, you never really know what people be going through, you know, until you really just sit down and listen to their story because people sometimes be heard in an inside. You wouldn't even know it. True. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I would never, like just listening to you. So I'm like, wow, I would never have no, knew any of that. You know, and it's a lot to
3: share, to share all of that. It's funny because um, one night I was, I I was woken up at like, I would say about three or four something in the morning. And it just came to me to start writing this poem and it's called Behind My Smile. Mm -hmm. And so I describe all the things that I was dealing with, but it's masked by this smile that I carry. And I just thank God that I don't look like what I've been through.
0: Yeah. Amen. yeah, yeah. Man. Amen. I, I, Amen. I'm Amen. A, I'm gonna be real with you whenever I hear stories like this. Um because mm-hmm. you know what? I don't want all of my listeners, hey, y'all don't talk about me off camera now, but um <laughs> I get a little sensitive because I hate to hear stuff that people are going through, but I understand people go through journeys and they mm-hmm. go through things like this so. I um I applaud you for going through it and coming out like this. Your right. smile is radiant, like but they don't know right. what's behind everything right. that you've been through. So yeah. you know, um, and I wish I would have known you back in the day because I keep a ski mask mm-hmm. in my car. You could have <laughs> hollered at me. I we could have handled some business. I'm just playing, but God <laughs> got you through. God had your back. Yeah. Got you this. but um I do have a question. Um, mm-hmm. I know you probably said it or um mentioned it, but when was the last straw for you? When did you know you just what was that? Um it was a cartoon character who said, as long as I can stand and I can't stand no more. Stands no
1: more.
3: Stands no more. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, the last and final straw was um I was in a relationship for almost five years and during like the first four years of the relationship, I've always supported him. Um, I've always backed him um, and whatever he was doing, whatever projects he had going on, whatever businesses he had, I've always supported him. But um, before I moved to Atlanta, God gave me a dream to start a business. And I wrote it down as one of my, um, my short-term goals for this year. And when I, you know, you always supposed to, communication is important in a relationship. So you wanna relay the message to who you with so that, you know, it won't be, they can support you as well and they won't be blindsided by your decision. So I ended up uh, discussing it with him and he didn't support it. Matter of fact, um, he's a lecturer. So basically if he did, if I did something that he didn't agree with, um, I will have to sit as a child being scolded and just hear hours upon hours of lectures about the same thing, whether it's repeated, um, in a conversation or whether, um, whether it was just talked about before, you know, it's like, I had to sit there and not say nothing. If I said something, it will start an argument. So I learned, you know, about, I learned how to deal with things gracefully through that. But, um, uh, Anyway, to make the long story short, when I saw that I didn't have that support, that's that was the final straw for me. Mm, when it was time for you to do your own thing and you didn't get the support.
2: Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah. Well, it sounds like most of it was more so emotional and mental. It was emotional and mental because it was, and it was more like control, a control thing. Because I've always told him, even in the beginning, that, you know, I know that there was something great that I'm supposed to do on this earth. And his idea of that was what he projected upon me to fit you know, into his world versus my own identity and having my own goals and visions for myself. So mm. that became um, like a tug of war type of thing because I had to face the decision of whether I was gonna continue to do what he wanted me to do to appease the relationship Or to step out on faith and just do what God is calling me to do because I hadn't gone through all those years of what I went through just to be quiet and not say nothing or to not tell my story because I knew in the end that it would help someone along the way. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And that had to be hard because you was
2: in one relationship. Like you said, you were married and divorced. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, that had to have been kind of hard. So it's like, yeah, to leave one relationship for so long, married and all of that, and then going into, yeah, that had to be hard. And I think sometimes men prey on, and I may be wrong, but I think men prey on women like that. Like, especially if, if you sit and you tell them your story, what you've been through, this and that, you would think, me telling you, why would you why would you do it? You know It's like you're doing everything that I'd have told you what I don't like and then you do it to me. I feel like men be preying on women like that. It's like we tell you our story but then it's like you use that against us in a sense.
3: You're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right because um, in the beginning, I call it the old bait and switch. In the beginning of our relationship, um, we started out as friends. So he made it comfortable for me to be able to talk to him and then I was... I respected him to the point of what he's done his accomplishments and and all those things and how he carries himself and that gave me enough um comfort to be able to talk to him and him to trust what he's given me so you know when you when you have a situation like that we as women tend to open ourselves up
0: mm-hmm. you know
3: and the thing that came for me like he 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 baited me in with that You know thinking that i can be i had a comfortable space with him but yeah it was very different and then once um i i don't know if if it was a thing of him being tired or if if he was just tired of you know a narcissist can only obtain a certain type of uh way for so long before the (laughs) real you know comes (laughs) out so I guess by us being together for so long, he couldn't—he couldn't, he couldn't um, hide who he really was. So it was starting to come out, and then the things that I told him, he used it against me. Like, oh, you—you you dealt with that with that, but you couldn't deal with it with me. And I'm more of a standard-up type guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have more going on for myself, but you stayed with that. You know what right. I'm saying? So I had right. to listen to that. So yeah, it—it it was, it was the greatest.
0: And I'm
2: sorry. I didn't know all
0: of that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm, glad I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm
2: there. glad I did not Yeah, one thing I wanted
0: to add on that because I know you said men. I said nah, a weaker man. Yeah, weaker yeah. men. I I, yeah. I, I, I always have to whenever I hear that generalized term. Yeah. I'm sorry, right. I have to I have to jump in. But really right. those, those weaker men that are not complete men, not a yeah. full grown man, they still got that little boy in them. They mm-hmm. will pray, and that narcissist. Because I, and I hate to admit it, I know, I know very well, I know a narcissist very well, very close to me in my immediate family. I can't mm-hmm. say any names, but, um, well, we got the same name. <laughs> so <you> know, <laughs> so okay. I, I, I grew up in the house with him and very narcissistic. And he has a very archaic way of thinking. And me and him still working on him with that. So I've seen it as far as the control factor. Um, Like I said, I love him. Only one I got, but I've seen it in action. So Mm -hmm. I definitely understand the the control. Always want to be in control. It's my Mm -hmm. way. The lecturing. I've seen it in action. Everything that you said, I'm saying you like, I watched it. I watched it, I watched, I'm seeing it, I see it happen now.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and, it's when real. It comes, and when it comes to women, he's very more much in I have to, you know, back in the 60s and 40s. It's mm-hmm. my way or the highway. I'm like, dude, in mm-hmm. 2023. You can't talk yeah. to women that way. You can't treat you can't treat a human being that way. But right. that's the way that um a lot of people have been programmed, depending on the generation depending on what was taught to you, not saying it's right, but it's all Mm -hmm. about how you you were raised. And plus, if you had that narcissistic gene in you, that's even, that makes it even worse, so. mm.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I think, but for him, like he never had anybody to hold him accountable. And Mm -hmm. when you don't have anybody to hold you accountable, your way of thinking seems to be the correct way to you. But if someone else give you a different perspective, um, and it, it doesn't support the way you think, then you're automatically against it. Hmm.
2: Mm. Yeah, that, that's basically, yeah. Yeah. I think holding people accountable, that's that's the biggest thing. And it is a lot of people, like we need to do that as a young age. Like you have kids, the parents don't hold the kids accountable when they get, become adults. Like you mm-hmm. said, their way of thinking is the only way. <laughs> their decision is the only decision and it's the right decision and when it's yeah. like no sometimes you just chill out they sit back and listen to what somebody else has to say because you might learn something you right. know <laughs> so, just sit back and listen because nobody knows everything you know and i think being in a relationship with a person can't it's like how could it's kind of like you're selfish it's like you want somebody to support you your ideas your decisions and all it is but now it's time for me to shine it's like no nah, I, I don't like that. Mm-mm, not oh, at all like that that's not yeah that's not that's not good at all Mm-mm.
0: yeah
2: it's not it's unhealthy and
0: did, you, uh, did,
2: you, did you feel like mm-hmm. it like you felt sheltered in a sense like
3: um i actually did um what happened was he tried to if i didn't know better if he would have caught me when i was younger then i would have been more vulnerable mm-hmm. but by me having the experience that i went through with my last relationship You know, I kind of, I'm at an age where I'm just like, okay, now really like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. But um, I feel like he basically, what was the question again? I'm sorry. I was just, (laughs) no. I was just asking
2: you like far as like, do you feel like he sheltered you or kept you away for like maybe your family
3: or friends, things like that? Yeah, he did. And then he tried to get me to think that they didn't care. They didn't support the relationship. And so, Mm -hmm. um, like even with phone calls, if I was on a phone call and he was around, he will want, he'll stick around to see what was being discussed. And once I give anybody too much attention, he'll, once they're either away from us or off the phone, he'll start talking negative about that person saying like, I don't think that person is right. Um, this person, I, I think they're jealous. They don't support the relationship. Be watchful of that person. You know what I'm saying? So it started becoming um more towards that way. And he wanted to know my every move, who I was on, the, who I was socializing oh. with. Um, oh yeah. yeah like so so a whole life, That's movie. a whole lifetime movie. Your life is like a lifetime movie. It is. And we didn't even talk about the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow so your videos that you make really because i know i journal so your videos is kind of like video journal journaling mm-hmm. i guess i guess what they call them vlogs is that what they call it now yeah um that's kind of what okay yeah so so you have you ever really went through therapy like true like real therapy like with the therapist have you ever really done that no i never did
3: that mm-hmm. and i thought about it until um Because I even recommended it to him because I'm like you you saying that I have all these issues. But if you're the common denominator in everybody else's issues when it comes to what they think about you, don't you think you needed to? And yeah. he was like, no, I don't need it. I'm good. I got books that I read. <laughs> I got books that I read. I have people that I go to as far as like to T.D. Jakes. You don't know T.D. Jakes on a no personal level. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you reading a book. I can read a book and get help from him, but it's a difference. You know what I'm saying? So once mm-hmm. I started figuring out the type of spirit and the type of person that I was dealing with, you know, it helped me to understand like, girl, ain't nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you, you know what I'm saying? Start counteracting what the negativities that he's saying to you and start thinking about, you know, who lives you and you impacted, uh, positively, you know, um, you know, what God says about you, you know what I mean? Because this ain't your first time around this type of toxicity, but it is, it was my first time around, you know, that type of, um, abuse, hmm so yeah I you know I thought about therapy but I guess you know me talking about it
2: is therapeutic spiritual anyway you're a spiritual person you've always been that way yeah. but I
3: think that helps so it's like
2: you you still have you have something or someone that you still go to and you talk to you yeah. know what I mean so it, I mean that that's still I mean that's still a form of therapy in the a yeah. sense you're, you you do you do believe in a higher being a higher power so that, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. And I think people don't realize emotional abuse and um, mental abuse is just as bad as physical.
0: Yes, like it
2: some, is. And it some is. people end up staying longer during the emotional and, and mental and they don't realize. And then some may not even realize they're being abused. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, they're making this cute. Oh, he this, you know, yeah, he want to know where I'm at. No, because what you described to me was like the state penitentiary. I need to see oh, where, yeah. where you go on this. You, you, you ain't got no orange studio.
3: <laughs> Girl, I mean, I'm just like, you know, and I, I hate me personally, I feel like, you know, if you spend time in anybody's institution, you know, if you was institutionalized for years or whatever, I feel like part of the you know release program is therapy because Mm -hmm. you tend to develop this certain mindset and you think that the world is supposed to operate like that Mm -hmm. and that's how it becomes your world and your way of thinking and and everybody's a hater and they can't go along with how you view things and how you um you do things because you're this accomplished person that okay well no they're the issue not me you know what i'm saying so i feel like I feel like he 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 should have had um, therapy, but at the same time, when you don't see yourself, it's hard to, you know, go to anybody for help. What would you tell people, like
2: especially young girls, because you may see it in like teenagers and stuff like that? Because you see it, there's a lot of abuse that happen in young relationships as well. Like far as the signs to look for, because being that they're younger they really don't know. So they probably think it's cute. Like I train mine now. Like you, you know, you know how my child is. She (laughs) she ain't going. (laughs) You ain't just gonna tell her anything. Cause she like, my mom don't even talk to me like that. So that ain't going. Mm -hmm. And like, what would you tell? Like if it was a younger girl going through something similar, but she not knowing that it's abuse, you know what I mean? Like, what would you tell her to look for?
3: I would tell her to look for, um, any type of disrespect,
0: mm-hmm. any
3: type of um, belittling, the way that they handle her. Um, pay attention to their friends. What do mm-hmm. their friends say about them? What do the families uh, say about them? Because mm-hmm. if the family and the friends think a certain type of way, then that's you know so many red flags. Mm-hmm. And um, especially if he treats her differently than you know, in, in public and then versus private that's a big red flag yes. too. You know what yes. I mean? So yeah, I was just telling, you know, pay attention to those signs. Um, if, you know, a lot of people do a lot of testing and it's a mm-hmm. it's a form of manipulation and they tend to see how far they can go with you and how how much they can get away with. So I would say just watch out for those red flags and be careful with what you will forgive versus what you wouldn't because it can affect your long long term um your long-term decision when it comes to that relationship and, and you can be so far into where you just like, man, I might as well accept it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I can only imagine if I
2: just, it was his daughter, he wouldn't, he ain't going <laughs> like, <laughs> your, she probably don't tell you everything. <laughs>
0: well, hey, you you already know, you already know who I am. I'm um, but I already know because mm-hmm. I've I've seen it all. Well, I've seen almost everything. Mm-hmm. I've probably heard almost everything. I've experienced a lot, so mm-hmm. I've, I've I've been able to school it. But yeah, mm-mm. don't don't mess with that one because I keep that ski mask in that trunk for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: it's it's sad though. I'm like I said, I would never had, I would never had known. It's crazy how you think you know somebody, but you really don't know like what they really, really are going through. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize when you talk about it, write it down. In your case, you record, you know, videos. That really does help. It that does. really does. That really does help. That helps a whole lot because I think it allows you to be even more transparent and more honest with yourself about what you will and won't put up with and things like that. So yeah.
0: Takes a lot. Kudos. It takes a lot. You know, it's yeah. it's interesting because there are people, and we talk about the emotional and the mental abuse. And I'm going to talk about it on the flip side because the same things that happen to women on the majority of the time can happen mm-hmm. to men as well. Absolutely. Just with a different age. Um because mm-hmm. um I've been myself um, a victim of the mental and the emotional abuse. And mm-hmm. at the time, I didn't know. I didn't think it was cute. I just was irritated by it. I was very irritated by it. But I stayed just because the relationship was a matter of convenience. Just being real with you, she had a car. She had a <laughs> car. I didn't. And, and she came from money. Oh, I think from- I remember this one. I think I know what it's <laughs> she, came, she came from money. I didn't. So I stayed, but I'll be honest with you, I could not stand her. But I stayed. But the level of abuse that I took, because it eventually turned to physical. Mm-hmm. And it turned to physical on her part. And she put mm-hmm. her hands on me. She put her hands on me twice. And, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where that day that she put her hands on me, that's when the straw hit for me. Because I, had, you know, being real, I had, I'm not a punk. I'm not going to mm-hmm. let a man or woman put their hands on me. But the day that she put her hands on me, I was like, I called my homeboy, my best friend, been best friends for 30 years. I called him. I said, yo, man, Hey, I need you to come get me my clothes and my TV. I'm out. But I did not know at the time. Cause one of my, one of my boys told me the other day, man, I thought you were in love with that girl. Like, nah, man, it was just convenience. But the things that people say, their actions, like you said, how they teach you in public versus private. That's a big one. That word choice, the belittlement, the little comments, the support. And it's important, if you feel some type of way, if those red flags, that little, because I think women have the intuition part down pat more, more often than men, but that intuition, if it goes off, stay true to yourself. Listen to yourself. Listen to, and I think you probably would agree with that. Start listening to those little things that go off because, you know, you don't want to be stuck or even worse, you don't want a really bad situation to to happen and it turns into a situation where you can't get out of it.
3: Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree with that. And to piggyback off of what you said about the abuse, like it'll eventually turn into physical Um, I noticed that the more towards the end, the more it got intense, the more I've seen it go that way because, um, you know, as a man, your voice is projected. You know, especially if you have a deep voice and if it's a small face, a small space, then, you know, it can really like Mm -hmm. be kind of like theatrical in a sense. (laughs) But, But yeah, like he started getting in my face and you know, I'm like, okay, well, let me just pull back. Let me not say nothing. Even though the tears may have been flowing, I still didn't say anything. And I remember one time specifically, we were um, at a hotel and just had a nice weekend, just spent the weekend with, you know, his family members or whatever. And um, we ended up, you know, once they left or whatever, we was in a hotel room and, you know, one of those, you know, conversations again to where, you know, he started, basically talking to me and just, you know, kind of like lecture in a sense. And I remember him like tearing up and I'm looking like, what in the world? I'm like, why are you crying? What are you good? And he was like, I'm just, you know, God has always kept you. God is with you. God is with you. I said, yeah, I, I feel that too. And so he was like, God is you know, he repeated it. And I'm like, well, why do you keep saying that? He was like, because I'm surprised no one's ever put their hands on you. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, why would I have, why would anybody want to put their hands on me? Because I don't give that type of energy out. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like if if I see, if a person is on 10 or whatever, I don't go to 10 with them because you can't fight fire with fire and nothing gets resolved when it's a hot, you know, when it's a hostile situation and tensions are just at an all time high. I got this thing about me. I don't match energy for energy when it comes to that type of toxicity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll question like, why is he saying that? You know what I mean? So that kind of like threw me off. But a lot of our conversations, well, his lectures, um, <laughs> it felt like I was on an emotional roller coaster. <clears throat> and what i mean by that like in the same setting like it could be like a two to three hour conversation and i will go from crying to being happy to being sad to being depressed to crying some more so it was like this whole emotional roller coaster and in parts of the conversation he'll be like i love you you know you you are it for me and this and the other but then the next one i'll be compared to his haters and you know me being against him and not want to be on the team and all this other stuff and yeah it was just it was an emotional roller coaster
2: that's too much that's, it
3: was
2: a that's lot. yeah i know you mentioned you said something about um listening to your family and friends cuz you know a lot of people they try to keep their family and friends out their business or they pro- and, you know they try to keep them out their business but sometimes if it's somebody that truly truly loves you and they're for you they're going to tell you the truth you know so Did you find yourself like probably not sharing stuff with people that was super, super close because you
3: knew they were going to tell you the truth? Well, no, that actually did happen. Um, But at the same time, when you're emotionally abused, you tend to side with the person that you're in a relationship with. So when you're in it, you don't really see the fullness of what other people see, even though you may feel it, parts of it. Mm-hmm. and you know that it may not be right for you but you still, once you invest it it seemed like it's kind of hard to get the full picture, so yeah I had family members saying like, you know that, that wasn't right, you done went through that already why are you mm-hmm. allowing yourself to go through it again and, and things of that nature and you know, I'm like, you know, for me <clears throat> I'm like, it's us against the world you know what I'm saying, because he already me to feel that he has all these people against him and he didn't have anybody on his team so I'm like well I'm going to be the one that's on your team I'm going to be the one that supports you mm-hmm. I'm going to be the one that you know what I'm saying that um, go against everybody when it comes to you because of my love for you
2: mm-hmm.
3: not really understanding the full person of who I was dealing with at the time
2: mm-hmm.
3: you
0: know what but I mean so yeah
2: it's like who supports you
0: exactly yeah
2: yeah. No, I, I've
0: I've actually seen that. And I know K-Boog probably have something to say. I've seen that often where I've actually seen um, women who are getting physically beaten down. I mean, like they're in a fight with Mike Tyson by their significant other. And when someone goes after their significant other, they're ready to defend that person with their life. I've seen it. Um, mm-hmm. And I always try, I question that logic. So but. Well,
3: I I just read yesterday, I was reading a T.D. Jakes book called um, Disruptive Thinking. And in that, I read that what you just described is called the Stockholm Syndrome, okay. where, you know, where a person can basically cause you to think a certain type of way to where you lose sight of who you are and you join teams with them. hmm you know
2: mm-hmm. yeah that's so. that's horrible
3: I've heard that with
2: people that like women that's been like kidnapped and stuff like that yeah. like all of a sudden it's like now they're on the team it's like but this man didn't kidnap you you know so I've heard that term a lot when it comes to those situations when women have been kidnapped for so many years and they kind of start thinking that is it's normal it's like it's okay right Yeah, I've heard that a lot too. That's wow. That's wow. Like I say, you never know what people be going through. That's
3: that's wow. I call it. uh, (laughs) I call it normalizing dysfunction. You trying to you trying to create comfort in a you know dysfunctional situation.
2: Yeah, I think I think yeah, I can see yeah, normalizing dysfunction. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Tend to do that. Yeah. That's wow. Well, I'm happy, you girl. a journey and like i said up to know her she's always like this so when you made the comment just a second ago you was like when he was saying something about well i can't believe nobody never put their hands on you but it's like but to know you and your energy why would somebody not put their hands on you anyway like you don't even give off aggression you don't even give you you way less pettier than me (laughs) less <laughs> pettier than me so I'm just like I can't. this horrible, but I think people do that they especially on women that are so loving and they come like you said you was trying to me against the world so I'm like Superwoman. And he's my superman and it's like, but really who's there to really protect you
3: yeah Oh, um, yeah mm. he he was he he protected me from everyone else like he'll go to back for me I done not seen him go off on people. When it came to me, but he never protected me from himself. And oh. all, you know what I'm saying. So it's like you'll fight the world for me, but you wouldn't get the help you need to, you know, to help Save the relationship.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's like nobody else can talk to you crazy, but I can say what I want. <laughs> exactly.
3: Exactly. That part. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that that now
3: also in your mind you like, oh yeah, that's my protector. He's protecting me. Yeah, of course, because yeah. you feel like, you know, like
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, he's he's a very much so an alpha male. So it's mm-hmm. like with an alpha male, you know, you you feel like you secured, you feel like you you had a protector, you know I'm what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, <laughs> like like you feel like, yeah, okay, yeah, this this mine's right here, but it's like, yeah, no, girl, you can have him once I figured out who he was,
0: more mm-hmm. power to you.
3: And now I understand why other relationships has failed when it came to, to, um, to him because he paints a picture very, very well and his accomplishments and accolades and stuff like that. I mean, it speaks volumes, you know what I'm saying? And everything is legit on paper. Like, like he knows a lot about a lot, like business wise and everything. Like he knows his stuff. But mm-hmm. at the same time, he allows, I, I feel that he allows that to be his God. So mm-hmm. he let, he, he worshiped that more than, um, he worshiped, uh, his, you know, his relationships basically, because he put those things before, um, other people. Like if you hadn't, like for me, he told me, um, since I didn't, I've never been a home a homeowner or whatever, but I kept a roof over my head. You know what I'm saying? So he always used to say, like, you know, well, your credit score is this, that, and the other. And you ain't, you've never owned a home and you throw money away and, you know, all these other things. And I'm just like, wow. So yeah. you're belittling me because of what I had not, help- not accomplished.
2: Yeah. Why not help you get there? Yeah. We're, we're supposed to be a team anyway. We're a team. So, yeah.
3: Well, from what he was saying was like, he was trying to help me because he did help me with my credit score. He did teach me about real estate. He taught me about, um, about investments and stuff like that. So I felt like I had a winner, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I was investing so much. I was investing my time, my energy, my finances, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I never depended on him, you know, financially which is something that I'm happy about. That's because good. if I did, then I would really be stuck in a situation,
2: mm-hmm. you know what
3: I mean? So yeah, like I, I held us together financially.
2: Mm-hmm. I and, was gonna and- say that a lot of people, a lot of women I think do stay, men too. Cause like, cause like what um, Odub was saying, like when you're kind of, necess- you kind of dependent or if it's convenient, you kind of stay for that. Cause you, you need something out of them. But if you, if you know yeah. how to live independently and on your own and all that, it's like, yeah, you treat me bad, but let me go on. I know how to find my way. Exactly. So, yeah. I'm a
3: survivor at the end of the day. You know Yeah, that's, I mean?
2: Yeah, because I think you probably would have been probably still in it if you kind of, especially if you depended on him financially, because it's like yeah. where I'm going to live, what car I'm going to drive, how I'm going to eat, how I'm going to buy this, how I'm going to do this, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Exactly.
3: Okay, so
1: boogie. No, I'm I'm just I'm just soaking it all in because I just was about to say how many people are out there in those situations right now. They're financially hooked to that person that's treating them in a, you know, in a derogatory or whatever way they're treating them in less than themselves. And they're in that situation right now where they feel financially they can't step out for themselves. So um, Latoya Simone, what do you say to that person? And that could be a woman or a man who did not set themselves up financially. What should they do? Should they, you know, of course, I think the obvious answer is, but obviously what would you just tell to that person? What would you say to that person who is in that situation financially hooked to the person?
3: Um, First of all, I'll say pray, (laughs) you know, prayer (laughs) helps You know, because when you ask God for something, he's going to deliver. Like, if you ask God for a way of escape, he's going to give you a plan. You know what I mean? So with that, I would just say, you know, start strategizing um, when it comes to how to get yourself out from depending on that person financially. Like, get a job. You know what I'm saying? Start putting a little bit aside, you know, every time you get paid. Just so you can accumulate enough for a down payment or go start researching like these programs that is for for women or men that are in abusive relationships to where they can provide shelter for you and probably give you a plan for you to come out of that situation. You know what I mean? So it's it's different ways. It all depends on how bad that person want to get out of that situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the key right there. That's the key right there. If they want to get out of that situation, because just like Mm -hmm. how you all were talking about in Stockholm syndrome, where people are feeling that they are dependent on this person to stay in these situations. And it's unfortunate. I mean, they have to, first of all, see the value within themselves. And thank God that you've seen the value in yourself and you decided to hold yourself up. And you said, no, this this is that. If you can't value who I am, and you can't value who God has made me, then, yeah, you don't need it. (laughs) You don't need it. So you was that Mm -hmm. phoenix that rose out the ashes. That's exactly what you were. (laughs) That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Same here.
2: I'm so proud of you.
1: Yes. You got a story to tell, for real. You Mm -hmm. got a story to tell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And,
3: you know, I think about that, and I'm just, I'm, You know, I find myself being so grateful and just crying, you know, at times because I'm like, you know, everything that I went through, it didn't kill me. It didn't destroy me, but it had a purpose behind it, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was able now I'm able to really tell my story because like when I was married, I was in that marriage Well, I was within that relationship for almost 16 years and I dealt with a lot, but at the same time, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from that relationship and my past relationship. You know what I mean? So I used it as like a learning tool so that I can be in this place that I am now to where I'm able to not only talk about it, but to help others as well. You know what I mean? So it wasn't all in vain. I learned a lot from both of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I,
2: with any, any bad relationship. You're going to learn a lesson. Oh, That's yeah. A
3: lesson.
2: yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, lesson. Yeah. And I Definitely.
0: think that we are here um, when we learn lessons. Those lessons aren't for us to keep to ourselves. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the the wonderful um, message that you know that God has put into us. That you know, once we learn something valuable, teach someone because you never know what anyone's going through. You never That's know right. who needs it, and it's amazing when you start to share your testimony. It's amazing the people that start to reach out to you. I, I, I kid you not, um, Latoya, that um, things that I have shared with you know just in general out on social media, the the private DMs that I get mm-hmm. from people that I've known for years or strangers Mm -hmm. that I've never met personally, but they're my social media friends, have been astronomical. So yeah, tell your story, girl, you do your thing, because you just never know. It could be someone that is an inch away from losing their life, but your message resonates with them, that they can just say deuces, I'm out, or enough Mm -hmm. is enough. So yeah, you know what? I don't know you personally, but I'm a I'm proud of you too. Um, mm-hmm. so Thank you. Mm-hmm.
2: But talking about it is part of the healing journey, though, because I'm I know for me, when I started talking about my sexual abuse, like I used to couldn't talk about it, like I thought I was something wrong with me. But now it's like I didn't do anything wrong, so it's like it doesn't bother me to talk about it because I actually. Don't have a problem with talking about it because you know how many people have DM me too. like far as guys and girls have, you know, we, we have conversations when it comes to relationships. It's a lot like even sometimes when I'm not on social media. I'll get messages like, what's going on? Where you been? I ain't seeing you, you know, I'll be looking for your post, this and this and that because people do pay attention. Like, you know, I know I post a lot of crazy stuff, but then I know in the group that I have in Candy Kid, we, we have real conversations and people pay attention. People really do pay attention. They may not always agree, but it's like, okay, it's just another way of thinking. But I think sharing your story is to me, I think it's therapeutic. For you know, for the for the person that's sharing it, but then it also helps the next person as well. Even if it's just one person that say, you know what, okay, I can relate to this. This is how she do, it. and they and may reach out to you, and be like, okay, so can we just have a conversation? And right. you may become a mentor, you know, will help her get through all of this or whatever. So yeah, keep sharing your story. that yeah, keep keep sharing it because you be so you you'd be that's so.
3: That's the plan. I mean, you know, like, like, yes. like he said, um, if we can help, you know, another person. I always say, each one, reach one, teach one. You mm-hmm. know, if we can reach one, we can teach one. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, yes. I've never looked at it as, you know, me holding it to myself. Now, there were times when I was going through it, and I saw that the person that I was in a relationship with ended up running to social media and trying to defame my character and and all these other type of negative uh things that they did it's like god kept my mouth closed like he said don't respond don't reach out don't say nothing don't even defend yourself i got you because it's all going to work out for your good anyway and you know that's where i'm at Amen. yeah Amen.
2: my friend i'm so proud of you <laughs> yeah thank you hey, <laughs> It's crazy how you can know people, but then you don't know them. You know what I'm saying? You don't really know what they be going through, and then when you hear and they come through, you be like, "Man, people be going through some stuff." So, yeah, Yeah. people people
3: go through a lot. I can't hear you. you, Can you hear me now? I can't hear you. I can't. You can. Okay. I I can't. Yes. People people go through a lot, you know, and it's um a lot of, a lot of times we choose to keep things private because we don't want to make the other person look bad or you know we don't want to be portrayed in a negative light but you didn't go through what you went through for no reason you know what i mean like it's for somebody else like your your whole journey is not for you but to help someone else you know what i mean to on their journey so yeah i mean I'm just, I'm thankful for this opportunity. I'm very nice. thankful because I'm not even a whole month in. Matter of fact, tomorrow will be a full month before I started this process. Oh, and wow. the type of attention that I've gotten, like the one video that I shared regarding um, the spirit of narcissism, that reached almost a half a million people. And I'm getting, you know, people uh, telling me, In the the comments, like you know, keep sharing your story. This is great content. You're on to something, and that Uh does inspire me because I'm like, okay, even though if they don't hit the like button, even if they don't, you know, comment, you know, I know that they're paying attention. So
0: that's all that matters to me.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. A lot
2: of times they don't like. They may not comment, but they watching.
3: Oh yeah, they watching. of
0: People. A lot of people do that. They will not like. They will not comment. But they are going to be on their toes, but that's human human nature. They say, Yeah, this moving silence. I'm going to look. What's she up to? What's she doing? What's she saying?
2: And if you stop the videos, you'll see them to be the ones that reach out. So, what's going on? I haven't seen the video in a while. Wait, I didn't know you were even watching the videos.
3: Right.
2: You're right. 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 You'll be so surprised. So, you have to tell us about the stuff that I know you say you've been a month in. I know you talked about the videos. You have to tell us kind of like how can like like your platforms, what platforms are you on?
3: What's going on? <laughs> well, I created um Latoya Simone on social, well, yeah, on social media as far as like uh the motivational speaker. I I started everything basically around the same time, like almost a month in. So um yeah, on social media I have Latoya Simone as my my name so that's how people can find me um on instagram though my name is latoya.simone the number one so that's how you find my pages on on there don't forget about youtube oh youtube is also latoya simone (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i do i do i do look forward to doing you know speaking engagements as well so yeah i'm open to whatever it is that i can do to help you know, the next
0: person, I'm I'm up for it. I'm following you. you. Mentioned- I'm on the gram now. I just found you. I told you number one. I, I'm, I'm paying attention. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. Right, right. I know you I'm,
2: mentioned I'm- poems. Do you think you're going to start going into <laughs> writing poetry or you mentioned that earlier on in the conversation?
3: No, I'm not going to write poetry. You know what? I'm not going to limit myself. I don't know what these doors are going to open up to. I know, you know that I sing. So singing is, I feel like singing is going to be part of it. That's right.
2: Sing, sing. I forgot to
3: tell you. She can sing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, We do karaoke and she be singing
3: for real. And I'm like, (laughs) no words have meaning. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she can sing, sing, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: she, she, don't play, play. she don't play play, huh? Yeah, she's very nah. talented.
2: She got a lot of skills. She has a lot of skills. Thank you, friend. Yeah, she never be broke. Oh, no. <laughs> no.
0: She'll never be broke. Yeah, nah. she got a lot of skills. <laughs> so, so are you on Facebook as well, or just on Instagram?
3: I, I am on Facebook as Latoya Simone, motivational speaker slash enthusiast.
0: All right, I have to go out there and try to find you on i tag. Okay, just tag because want to make sure that <laughs> yeah, we when we please. post um that we <laughs> thank you that we include you in that post. Yes. Because uh, we want to make sure that everyone can find you. Um, mm-hmm. because we, we'll blow you up because now that you've come on the show, you family. So Hi. you know, family so you know, so you are you are always welcome to come back. That is awesome. This is yeah. Great stuff, thank yeah. you. I, it, I, I know. like her. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen kids smile like this in
2: a
3: minute because <laughs> so
2: you don't understand. I'm really, really so proud of her. I really am your face. You,
1: because
2: I'm like, wow, you don't know what you'll be going through, and then to come out of that, yeah, whew, maybe it's a good thing you don't know sometimes because you'd be like, yeah. hey, look,
3: <laughs> right yeah. up. yeah because my dad my dad had no clue my dad had no clue and it's and it's it's crazy because it's like your abuser or the person that you're in a toxic relationship with you know once you disassociate yourself from them they want to start seeking your family members they want to start calling the family to get tell their side of the story and it happened both at the end of my marriage, and you know, at the end of this past relationship, so I'm just like, why are y'all trying to reach out to my family now? If they knew what was going on, right. we wouldn't try to reach out to them at all. I'm saying you, you, right? Big <laughs> brother, and you got a dad, so
2: it's like, yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yep. yeah, mm. it's it's a lot, but it, it, you know, I feel like it's worth it. It's worth it's worth it. Everything that I've I've gone through. You know, it, it's worth it. It's worth me being able to help someone else. Yeah.
2: I'm so awesome. proud
0: of my friend.
3: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: well, I see big things coming from you for, for you telling your story. And you say, use your gifts. And you know what? You have a platform. Use it. Because I will tell you this, people that don't use their gifts appropriately to spread that, that, that knowledge and that word, it's a bad thing, so make sure you do a good thing. You got yeah, to- for sure. <laughs> yeah, for
3: sure. For sure. And yeah. like, I, like I said, thank you guys again, because this is my first uh, podcast that I've ever been on. Like, I, this is my first time actually talking about it, you know, to the world versus social media. So thank you guys for this, this platform. Oh,
0: you're welcome, man. You're, you're welcome. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. welcome. You, thank have you. us up. You have you have <laughs> some light to us. This is yeah. a pleasure right here. Thank yeah. you. Just, yeah,
1: just a few things to share and thank you so much. I just echo everything that uh, Kia and that O Dub said. I just echo everything. Congratulations to you. Proud of you. Happy one month anniversary with thank your you. with your platform and everything. So continue to do what you do. Um, Dr. Miles Monroe, he said, one of the richest places on earth is the cemetery, because so many people have died with their gifts. Mm -hmm. And that's just like how O-Dub said, as far as we got to share our gifts and spread it. And I just heard today in a conference that I was in today from actually Inky Johnson, where he shared his testimony and shared his story. And a lot of people know about his story, but he showed and talked about from when he was his wife was born well excuse me pregnant with his first daughter and he shared his testimony and how he stood out there on faith and went and took his book to Oprah and went and gave his book to Oprah and was able to meet Oprah and when he shared that and the security guard told him the security guard told him he said that don't ever happen he says, that doesn't ever happen. So he said, I can't tell you what's going to happen. He said, I'm not going to say, I'm not saying something's going this or this or this is going to happen. But he says, she never does that. no, She always has me move the person out of the way. And the fact that he took a picture and he was able to give his book to her, you see where he's at today. Wow. And you see where he's traveling the world today. So that's why you continue to tell your story. You press through. And guess what? You can't have a testimony without a test true mm,
2: amen
1: that's that's true. amen <laughs> that's true
3: that's
1: and it you know that's
3: I want to wanna add one more thing um you know it's been challenging this 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 has been uh even though I started this process it's been it's been challenging because um the person has you know tried to keep in touch and he tried to you know stop me from doing it saying that it was the devil and you know I'm trying to give him a bad light and you know, uh, yeah, uh, he, he starts to, he, he wanted to comment under, you know, my videos. And I'm like, well, you know, if that's what God is leading you to do, do it. Because (laughs) at the end of the day, you know, it's my truth and people that know, you know, so Mm. if you want to put yourself out there to try to, you know, defend yourself, then that's on you. You know what I mean? Like, go ahead and do it. But he hasn't really been making it easy for me, and it seemed like he has this, uh, this inkling or something. Because right when I was getting ready for this show, he ended up calling my phone. I never, I didn't answer it. But it's like every time I'm about to do a video or something great, it's like he always comes through through a text or through a phone call. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's been challenging, but it's it's you know I'm like it's not gonna stop. I'm gonna tell you like this. And I'm gonna I'm say you you're freezing. Oh, go you're
1: back. You're back. Go ahead, bro. Okay. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say I was gonna say, I was saying if you're about to say it, old dub, go ahead say what you're gonna say because no, I was saying I, the enemy,
0: I, I, I'm, I'm the enemy seeks to kill, steal, and destroy. And mm-hmm. That's what he's doing. And <laughs> that's why. And I promise you that we we know that the devil is busy. And oh yeah. Because when you step into that's when you know you're doing right. Because mm-hmm. when you're doing right and when you're stepping into your greatness, it's it's no coincidence. It's yeah. a mess, but you know what, you keep on moving, keep on smiling, keep on hitting that ignore button. It's mm-hmm. people doing <laughs> you so. <laughs> yes most definitely <laughs> yes.
3: most definitely
1: learn the, learn the ministry learn the ministry of block <laughs> yes the ministry
0: of block I yes.
1: it. <laughs> I, I'm mad as petty as me she mean as petty
0: as me <laughs> I don't think anybody is petty as you that's a good thing too. that's a good thing girl. your petty is, your petty yes. is perfectly
2: Place for you, sis. I consider being petty as to setting boundaries, and the yeah.
0: boundaries
2: are for me. Right. So that's that's how I make that's how I make sense out of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <setting> boundaries.
2: <laughs> the boundaries oh that I
1: mean,
2: for me.
0: Got
2: gotcha. you. The boundaries gotcha. are always for me. It ain't for the other person. It's for me. So right. That's. <laughs> how I
0: comments at the night awesome, <laughs> awesome,
1: awesome. Uh, well listen this is this was awesome and just yes. like how odub and uh, kia said your family you're welcome here when you of course you see your elevation and growth and everything things you want to talk about Yo, just hit us you come on in come on in and share i mean even if you pop in and say hey i got this going on all right i'm out peace i mean whatever <laughs> you want to do you do what you got to do but, but your family you're welcome here and um i know of course without i mean usually i have my our brother o-dub he usually shares his words of wisdom but of course he usually defers to the guest, because of course we wanna leave that last impactful word with the person who has been a guest and shared their story with us. So we want you to leave that last impactful word for this people, for everybody. And remember, you're talking to people around the world, people in different languages that are hearing you and seeing you and meeting you for the first time. Okay,
3: um, well, my word of wisdom would be this. We only have one life. We all have a purpose. God has equipped us on our journey. Now it's up to us to utilize it and to choose ourselves and go forward in the things that he has caused and created us to do.
1: Amen. Yes. Amen. So, I love that. Drop. Amen. My, that's it. Drop. <laughs> all
0: right. You, you know can what? cash this
1: app her for the collection at.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you throw that around there later on, but that's yes. what's awesome. This is yeah. hey, this has been a great episode. It has been. Oh man, I almost yeah. carried up one, but y'all didn't see it because I had to serve <laughs> my gangster.
1: Yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> day let the tears flow, let it go. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right.
3: Thank you, guys.
0: All right, I feel like welcome. family. Thank you, thank you, guys. <laughs> so,
1: thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right, oh, Dub, want to tell everybody how they can reach and everything. And she gave all the information, so everybody, y'all get in contact with her connect with, a, I already connected, so I just got to do the Facebook one, but I did mm-hmm. YouTube, and I did
0: IG, so, but, yeah, connect with a follow-up. I tagged y'all. Alright, alright, cool, cool. Well, listeners, <laughs> you know what, yeah. y'all have been presented with a pleasure. Today, we had Latoya Simone, Miss Latoya Simone, so we thank her, and you know what, if you want to thank her, if you want to send a message, you want to reach out to you, Okay2 podcast for any feedback, suggestions. If you have any topics you want to, to discuss, send that information over to the real okay podcast at gmail.com. Once again, the real okay podcast at gmail.com. It's been a pleasure. You know what? Chopping it up with Kia and K Bug is always dope. But having Latoya Simone on today, that was an extra treat. Hearing her story, hey, it inspired me to go out and do a little bit extra to help some people out that I know that are going through some things. And I'm definitely going to have them watch this episode. And if you have someone you know going through something, you know what? Have them watch this episode. Share. Don't keep it to yourself. Share the wealth of knowledge out there. So, from Kia, hey Boog, and Atoya Simone today, we want y'all to stay safe, stay peaceful, don't be narcissistic, don't be a And excuse my friends, don't be an ass. Just be good to yourself. Be good to others. And until next time, we'll see you later. Peace. Stay blessed.